I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewes.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Nat Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on August 4th, 2022, entitled, Is it permissible to enjoy learning on Tisha B'Av? When my Rebbe, Rabbi Morton Moskowitz Zatzal, passed away a few months ago, I wrote an article entitled, Rabbi Moskowitz Memory Number 5, Tisha B'Av, The Most Enjoyable Day of the Year, which I began with the following paragraph. Quote, if I had to associate Rabbi Moskowitz with a particular day of the year, that day would be Tisha B'Av, the most enjoyable day of every summer. No, I'm not being facetious. For me, and for those of us who were in Seattle at that time of year, Tisha B'Av was the day we looked forward to the most each summer because we knew we were in for some of the most enjoyable learning of the entire year. End quote. I'm sure some people read this article and wondered, isn't it usher to enjoy learning on Tisha B'Av? On the surface, it would seem that the answer is a resounding yes. The Shulchan Aruch in Orachim 554- uh, uh, Halachos 1 through 3 writes, quote, On Tisha B'Av, it is prohibited to read Tanakh, to learn Mishnah, Midrash, Gemara, Halachos, and Agados, because it is stated in Tehillim 19.9, Pikudi Hashem Yesharim Masam Lev, the ordinances of Hashem are upright, bringing joy to the heart. School children shouldn't learn on Tisha B'Av, but one may read Eov and the bad parts of Yirmiya, and if there are verses of consolation, he must skip them. It is permitted to learn Midrash Eicha and the chapter Elu Megalchin, and it is likewise permitted to learn the commentaries on Eicha and Eov. There are those who prohibit learning via thinking, even without speaking. End quote. The Magin Avraham in Sif uh, Katan 5 explains the rationale behind that last stringency. Quote, even though thinking is not equivalent to speaking, this is different, since the essential reason for this prohibition is because of joy, and thinking about Torah, sorry, in thinking about Torah, there is joy, end quote. He goes on to explain that for this same reason, it is prohibited to learn anything in depth, quote, it seems to me that for this reason, it is prohibited to learn any explanation or question or answer, even about the bad things, because this brings a person joy, end quote. Suffice it to say, the Magin Avraham would not approve of the hours of enjoyable in-depth learning and thinking that characterized my Tisha B'Av experiences with Rabbi Moskowitz. Thankfully, my posik follows a different view, that of his Rebbe, Rabbi Joseph B. Soloveitchik, a.k.a. the Rav. In a lengthier analysis than I can summarize in a one-page article, see the Sefer Shi'uri Harav al-Inyane Avelus V'Tisha B'Av by Rabbi Eliakim Konigsberg, pages 44-46, the Rav demonstrated that the prohibition is not to experience joy through learning. Rather, Torah study has the legal status of a joyous activity due to its very nature, and it is prohibited to involve oneself in that activity on Tisha B'Av, even if one's personal learning experience doesn't bring them any joy whatsoever. What about the areas of Torah that we are permitted to learn on Tisha B'Av? Why don't they fall under this prohibition? The Rav answered that even though each of these texts constitutes an entity of Torah and learning, uh, sorry, constitutes an entity of Torah and learning it would be a fulfillment of the mitzvah of Torah study. Nevertheless, these subjects relate to the essential theme of Tisha B'Av. As such, not only is it permissible to learn them, but learning them constitutes an essential involvement in the Avelus Hayom, the morning of the day. For this reason, they were never included in the prohibition against Torah study on Tisha B'Av in the first place. Based on this theory, the Rav, unlike the Magin Avraham, permitted in-depth study and analysis of these texts, since this constitutes an even greater involvement in the Avelos Hayom. 
The Rav's grandfather, Rabbi Chaim Soloveitchik, cited as a proof of this fact that it is permissible to study the commentaries on Eicha and Eov, even though such learning would by definition constitute an in-depth study. According to the Rav's explanation and halachic position, there is no halachic violation involved in deriving enjoyment from one's learning of the permissible texts on Tishbav. But is it philosophically appropriate to experience such joy on a day of mourning? And even if it is, does this mean we should avoid it or suppress it? The answer to that question will have to wait for another time. But as always, if you have any thoughts, I'd love to hear them. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbishnewas at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading. And thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.